Here at God's Big Story, we know that your kids love reading and learning about Jesus. Well, today we've got something great for kids of all ages from our friends at Kaleidoscope. Parents, maybe you've wondered, how does my child transition from storybook Bibles to full-length adult translations? You know, it's sort of that tricky second to fifth grade territory where they're not babies anymore, but they're also not quite ready for an adult translation. That's where Kaleidoscope comes in. They take each book of the Bible and faithfully retell it in engaging kid-friendly chapter books from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And now they have really big news, like really big news. They are recording each of their books as audiobooks for Yodo players. So go ahead and hop on their website at readkaleidoscope.com to check them out and maybe order a book or a Yodo card with 10% off using the code BIGSTORY. Kaleidoscope, the new kid in kids' Bibles. listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week, we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. I'm Sean. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about how Jesus came to save sinners using a story from the Bible. I'm pumped, Julie, because we've been learning about some pretty amazing things uh, that Jesus did. He came down from heaven to be born as a baby. Pretty cool. He healed people, loved people, and forgave their sins. Wow. What amazing thing is Jesus going to do next? Well, today we're going to talk about how Jesus went to the big city of Jerusalem and shared a special meal with his friends. We've actually read about Jesus in Jerusalem when he was a boy. Feel free to go back and give that episode a listen. Yeah, we're... Wait a minute. We're going to talk about how Jesus went somewhere and ate something? No miracles or anything? Julie, I thought this was a fun and exciting podcast for kids. It is, Sean, and there's a lot more going on in this story. Well, okay, like what? Well, for starters, huge crowds of people welcomed Jesus to Jerusalem by laying down their coats on the road. They laid their coats down on the road? Yup, and big leaves called palm branches as he rode over them on a donkey. Palm branches and donkeys? Okay, that sounds like ancient Israel stuff. And life was just so different back then. It's true. Jesus rode into Jerusalem over 2,000 years ago. Man, I wish we had like a time machine or some way to go back and mm-hmm. ask someone what all of these things mean. Um, actually, we ordered a time machine last week. What? Wait, we did? Yeah, it arrived yesterday. We can plug it in and give it a try if you want. Whoa, the production quality on this show is awesome. Really is. Well, Sean, it turns out we do have a time machine. So I guess we're going to go back in time to talk to someone who lived in Jerusalem around, what, like 30 AD? Yeah, let's give it a try. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm so excited. Good, because here we go. (laughs) Where are we? There are so many people here. I think we did it, Sean. I think we're in Jerusalem. Wow. Um, excuse me, sir, with the jug of water, do you know what time it is? Of course. It's about the third hour of the day. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. I mean, um, what time is it? Like, what time in history? Uh, Sean, let me give it a try. Okay. 
I'm sorry, we're not from around here. We're looking for someone who saw Jesus ride into town on a donkey. You know, like with the coats and the palm branches. Has that happened? Are we too late? You haven't heard? Jesus of Nazareth came to Jerusalem just yesterday. The whole city is talking about it. Oh, good. We're not too late. My name is Julie, by the way. Pleased to meet you. And I'm Sean. Shalom, and welcome to Jerusalem, Julie and Sean. My name is John Thomas, but you can just call me JT. JT the Israelite. Wait, you are an Israelite, right? Of course. You're clearly not from around here. Please walk with me to my home so that I may give you food to eat and water to drink for your journey. Wow, that's really kind of you. Yeah, thanks for the hospitality. We'd love to. So what brings you to Jerusalem, strangers? Are you here to celebrate the Passover? No, actually, we're on a mission to find out why people were laying down their coats and waving palm branches for Jesus yesterday when he rode into town. Wasn't it hot outside? (laughs) You're in Jerusalem, friends. It's always hot. No, in Israel, the land God gave his people, it's a tradition to wave palm branches and to lay down one's coat for a coming king. So everyone thought Jesus was, I mean, everyone... Everyone thinks Jesus is coming to be the new king of Jerusalem? Well, not everyone, but many people hope so. You see, a long time ago, God promised us, his special chosen people, that one day the whole world would be blessed or made right through us and through the king that God was going to give us, a king from David's family. Many years ago, King David, as well as many of his sons, were welcomed to this city in the very same way, on a donkey, as they walked over coats and palm branches. So you have a history of taking off your jackets and waving plants at kings, huh? Seems a little strange, don't you think? Sean, don't be rude. Oh. Sorry, we're from really far away and we just don't understand. All is well. I'd be happy to help explain. You see, palm branches come from tall, beautiful trees called palm trees and date palms, which take a long time to grow. They represent long, pleasant times of growth, joy and safety and peace which we all hope the new king is going to bring to us when he rules. Similarly, the new king rides on a donkey because donkeys are animals trained for peaceful times of farming and trade, unlike horses that are ready for war. The new king rides on a donkey to show us that he will bring peace in his kingdom. Well, that makes sense, but oh, uh, what about the coats? Ah, yes. Laying down one's coat for a new king is a way of submitting to his leadership. As he rides or walks over it, you're putting yourself or an this case, your coat underneath him. It shows loyalty and honor. It's much less painful than actually being stepped on. Oh, I get it. Sort of like when someone laid down their coat for me that one time and it was raining so I wouldn't step in a big puddle. Wasn't necessary, but sure was nice. Exactly. That person was trying to serve you and show you honor. It also sounds like their coat got very wet. (laughs) It sure did. So, People were laying down their coats to show Jesus honor and waving palm branches because they were excited about all the good things that would happen if Jesus were to become the king of Jerusalem or the king of Israel, right? That is exactly right. It's just like the prophet Zechariah said, that our savior and king would come to us, humble and riding on a donkey. It's also very exciting who this Jesus is and what he was gonna do next. Personally, I hope he does become the king and finally gets rid of the Romans, the people who are ruling over us right now. Yeah, about that. Oh, here we are, my home. Would you please come in? Would you like someone to wash your feet? What? Actually, we should probably be getting back home. We still have a story to read from the Bible. 
Oh, come on. It's Passover, and I have a large upper room, and we can read in it together. Please. Jesus and his disciples ate there just the other night. Whoa. Jesus and his disciples ate at your house? Wow. We would love to do that. Hey, JT, thank you so much for joining us, or rather, letting us join you and sharing what you know. Of course. I hope you learn even more about God as you read your story from the Bible. Am I saying that right? You're doing great. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's take a moment and pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, we thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you've done. Amen. We've been learning about Jesus from the Bible and how Jesus came to live a perfect human life. Jesus taught many people about God. He fed and healed their bodies through many amazing miracles, and he showed love to sinners like nobody else ever had. That's who Jesus came to save. Jesus came to save sinners. That's right, and Jesus knew it was almost time for him to die on the cross to take the punishment for our sins. So he and his very good friends and followers, the disciples, went to Jerusalem. On the count of three, let's say Jerusalem. One, two, three, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the biggest, most important city in all of Israel because that's where the temple was, the place where God's people worshiped God together but not all its leaders like Jesus or believe that Jesus is the savior and king God promised to send. Still, there were many people who did, including Jesus himself. So Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey and huge crowds of people came to welcome him. They laid their coats and palm branches down on the road like they would for a king. Many people hoped that Jesus would be their new king and save them from the Romans, the people ruling over them. But Jesus came to save them from an even bigger problem, their sin. Now let's get even closer to the story by reading what the Bible says about Jesus entering Jerusalem. If you're at home, open up your Bible with us. Our story can be found in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses eight through nine. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Matthew 21, eight through nine. It's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Matthew 21, eight through nine says, most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him, Jesus, and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna means save or savior. They were saying, hooray, the savior is here. Can you say Hosanna? Hosanna! Jesus stayed in Jerusalem, teaching people about God and doing more amazing miracles. Then, four days later, Jesus and his disciples shared a meal together during Passover. Remember, Passover was a celebration, a feast God gave to his special chosen people, the Israelites, to help them remember how God rescued them from being slaves in Egypt. But this meal Jesus was eating with his friends wasn't just special because God was about to save his people again, this time through Jesus. It was special because it was the last meal Jesus ate with his friends before he died. And he told them to keep eating it after he was gone to remember him. At the meal, Jesus took some bread and after thanking God for it, he broke it for his disciples to eat. 
saying that soon his body would break like the bread. Then Jesus poured out a cup of wine for them to drink and said, soon his blood would be poured out like wine for the forgiveness of their sins. And Jesus was right. Soon Jesus would die on the cross for their sins and for the sins of everyone who would ever love and trust him. Jesus even promised that he wouldn't drink wine again until they drank it in God's new perfect world together. This meal is a meal God's family, the church, still eats today called the Lord's Supper or communion. Every time followers of Jesus take communion together, we remember how Jesus came to save sinners by dying on the cross for our sins. And we look forward to eating a meal together in the future with everyone who loves and trusts him when he comes back to make all things new. That's right. Jesus rode into Jerusalem as the humble king who came to die for the sins of the world. He is the savior and king God promised to send his people. Jesus deserves all of our worship as God and the one who came to be broken like bread and poured out like wine on the cross, all to save sinners like you and like me. All right, you just heard God's word. Now let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five Second Fly Through Review. Our friend JT is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, JT. Okay, I hope you guys are ready. I'm going to ask you seven questions, and then you'll have five seconds to think about the answer. When the timer runs out, shout out your answer, and we'll see if you got it right. Okay, everybody. Are you ready? Because here, here we, we go. go. Question number one. What city did Jesus and his disciples travel to for Passover? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Question number two. What animal was Jesus riding on? A, A donkey. donkey. Question number three. What did the people lay down to welcome Jesus like a king? Coats and palm branches. Question number four. What did the people shout? Hosanna! Hosanna. Or, um, hooray, the Savior's here. Question number five. What did Jesus eat and drink with his disciples to show them that he was about to die on the cross? Bread, Bread and, and wine. Question number six. Does God's family, the church, still eat this meal today? Yes. yes. And question number seven. What did Jesus come to do? Jesus came to... Save sinners. sinners. How'd you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We sure hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, ask your parents if you can prepare a meal together. Enjoy some good food and family time. Maybe even read this story from the Bible. As we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that Jesus came to save sinners. Yes, we need a Savior. 
listening to God's big story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about Jesus's triumphal entry into Jerusalem, you can turn to Matthew 21 verses 8 through 9 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over that dinner you prepared together. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. Tune in next time to God's big story. We'll see you again real soon. Take care. Just a reminder that our friends over at Kaleidoscope are offering our listeners 10% off with the code BIGSTORY. That's all caps, BIGSTORY. That's right. And we put a link right in the show notes just for you. So head on over to readkaleidoscope.com and don't forget to use the discount code BIGSTORY.